On this week's episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast, we're going to be talking about RV toilets because there are so many more that you did not even know existed, and they are amazing. Can we say that about toilets? That toilets are amazing? I think we can totally say that. All right. And they're pretty different too, so you might need to fix yours, you might need a new one, or... You might just need a little entertainment, so we can do all of those. Maybe you're just bored and want to try something I new. I cannot imagine, but maybe. So once again, this week's sponsor is Go Power Electric. They handle everything that can be powered in your RV in the way of bringing power from the sun, that's right, solar, through lithium-ion batteries and inverters to make sure that everything from your AC to your USB plug-in ports work. All you need to do is go to GoPower. They have resources to educate yourself and a calculator to make sure that you have all the power you need to do anything you want to, plugged in or completely off-grid. So their website is gpelectric.com. Again, I can't speak enough about them because their system just works. It's almost plug and play. You almost don't have to think about it. gpelectric.com for Go Power. They are the solution for powering your RV off-grid anywhere, anytime. gpelectric.com. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people and places and things that go along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. I'm PJ. And I'm Clint. And once again, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast listening app. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. That's right. So show notes can be found at rvsmalltalk.com. That's rvsmalltalk.com. You can check out all of our recent or previous almost a year and a half worth of episodes so far. Ah, uh, that's crazy. That's amazing. I can't believe we've got it. So check us out. Check out uh, other episodes and leave comments and review. With all that out of the way, let's jump into today's, I don't know how to put it. Episode. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's aware of the fact that potty humor and potty discussions, although we all cringe at the notion of them, they are immensely gravitational. We all what get are you talking we about? all get caught up in interesting conversations that revolve around. Now, potty are they talk. really interesting? Yeah, okay. We're, we're, did, did you listen to the last podcast? <laughs> I mean, you can har- you can hardly dig your way out of a heap of that. RV uh, tip number one: make sure you have enough water in the black tank so that you don't compound and end up with a poo pyramid or what they call a pyramid plug. That one was free. See, you think this is going to be hard? This is it really easy. called that? Or that's what I, I've heard some professionals. Did you literally people. just make it up in your head? No, 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 no. Am I going to be the only grown up in this room? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's just, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about toilets. Uh, the equipment involved. The equipment. Can we talk about toilets, please? RV toilets? <laughs> Who knew I would ever say that? <laughs> well, you know what, PJ, since you brought up the topic, how about you go ahead and start? How about dive right on it? Oh. I don't want to sit on it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
types of toilets. Let's go with this the, the the tried and true standards that you would find in most RVs in the U.S. for the longest time. What have we got? Well, most RV toilets are going to be gravity flush. Which stands Which to reason. means, yeah, the flap opens, everything drops down into the tank underneath it, and the flap closes. Right. And and the the kind of the hallmark feature of this is it has a blade valve or a ball valve, more often a ball valve, and it opens up. And you're talking about just literally just an open hole that goes straight down into the black tank. There's no bends, nothing. Straight down. Right? Yeah. And with toilets, you know, there's really two main manufacturers that everybody uses. One's um, Thetford and one's Dematic. The most popular toilet out there is the Aquamagic. It's at Thetford. Oh, okay. So that's a Thetford model or brand. Yeah. The Aquamagic 5 is what we see in, you know, most of them. They make different versions of it. So, you know, with every kind of toilet, there are reasons that they choose those. And then there's reasons that maybe you could go with something else. Uh So the pros for a standard gravity flush toilet are you've got some options. They can come with a hand flush or a foot flush. Some of them have a cool sprayer option. Oh, a bidet. Well, no, this is a hand sprayer. (laughs) No, it's like the thing that you sprayed your cloth diapers off with. It's like a kitchen sink sprayer, but attached to your toilet. Okay. Yeah. And that really helps with cleaning. Uh, You can also, if you really like a super clean toilet, then you can get a porcelain toilet Uh, instead of plastic. Yeah. Because plastic is going to get stains on it, you know, things. It's just. Well, it's more porous. It's It's, hard to clean. yeah. Yeah. So porcelain really helps with that. You know, one of the things that you can always look at when you're looking at an RV toilet, standard gravity flush, there's different models and it's. How the seat is made, a standard round bowl, which is what a lot of people think in marine toilets or RV toilets, or you can get a more residential one with an elongated bowl that's a lot more comfortable. Right. Takes up a little bit more space, which is why you oftentimes will find the more the more round ones, the smaller format ones. But the elongated ones being residential also helps the dudes out a little bit. Well, and it dumps really quickly. You open the flush and it all goes Mm -hmm. down. It's super quiet. All that's, you know, great things when it comes to picking what toilet system works for you. So in a gravity feed toilet scenario, there's kind of the an extra bonus variant out there. And that's that'd be the macerating toilet systems, right? Yeah, that's a whole different kind of toilet. Well, kind of toilet. Is it different or is it just something that can be actually be added to uh, standard gravity feed? Like. It's just another component. Well, you can do it either way. And macerating toilets really aren't very common in RVs right now, but they are in some of the high-end stuff. Right. You'll see them a lot Class in A's. boats. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Because it's like having a garbage disposal at the bottom of your yeah. toilet. Yeah, which I can see the value in. Maybe, it, here's here's my drawback is, is it might be more equipment and maintenance and power and all that. Yeah, there, there really is. Wait, so the stuff in the toilet yeah. goes into the tank and then it just gets shredded? Yeah, exactly. Which makes it flow so much better. Well, and there's a reason to do that. I wish there was a sound for the face she's making. No, I'm glad there's not a sound for that face. <laughs> it just makes it into a smoothie. Yes. Now Why? you got it. So it flows easier. So it's easier to dump, and and you can actually pump 
oh. a fluid better in different locations. Let's say if you have to pump it out instead of just using gravity to get your tank empty, if you have to pump it out, it sure helps to have a more fluid substance and maceration makes that possible. And oh. even better, even more than that, if your tank isn't right underneath your toilet, you have to pump it over to wherever it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It might have to go like over an axle or something. There's an uphill portion. Side. It oh, could yeah, pump yeah. uphill. It could go anywhere. But that way your tank doesn't have to be right there underneath the toilet. Mm-hmm. Or... What if you have two toilets? How does macerating help that? Just make sure because that they can use one Do you one want tank? to have two black tanks? I mean, more is better, right? Because one of them has well, to I don't travel. Know. <laughs> I don't know if more is better here. So, there, yeah. so if there's any distance involved between the toilet and the tank, or if there's two toilet system going to one tank, that makes sense because you have to make sure that the contents gets to where it needs to be yeah. contained. Yeah, you can pump it to a different location to hold it so if there's pumping involved you really kind of want a macerating system yeah a except disposal for your when yeah body <laughs> oh why are we having this conversation we're having this conversation folks because everybody keeps asking us about all kinds of toilets we thought we could just kind of help you out here's the differences um but one of the downsides, if you have a macerating toilet, mm-hmm. is that it can take longer to dump because you're only using like a, a, a one or a one and a half inch hose. So it can take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If that pump breaks or the impellers mm-hmm. uh, don't get the maintenance that they need, they get slow or then they quit working at all. If you run it dry, yeah. then the pump can get damaged. Sure, you can burn it up like any other pump. Sure, so you, you've just got to really be careful about the maintenance and the dumping. Uh, so so there's a, a little bit more goes into it. Right. And I think it's important to note here that uh, they're a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you like the mass rating feature, uh, you can, a lot of people, just for ease of dumping, they like to add it either after the toilet or there are even portable macerator systems that you can hook up. Sometimes you can just, there's systems you can hook up on your three inch dump valve okay. just with a regular gravity fed toilet. Uh-huh. And instead of having to have gravity run through the hose and all of that, you just push the button, the pump pumps it out grinds it up, runs through the hose into the dump station, and you don't have to worry about if it's all empty. You don't have to worry about, you know, the slinky thing trying yeah, yeah. to make it all go downhill. Yeah. It just pumps it all out. Okay, so let so, me So, get so you this could straight. do it that way. You could have a macerator between the toilet and the tank, kind of like a true... Which is part of the toilet. Yeah, so it'd be more like a garbage, garbage disposal type scenario in your kitchen sink. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you could have this device added to the outlet of the tank of the black tank and and that will macerate at that location and it has a built in pump. So it's basically pumping the your black tank out. Is that right? right? That's all right. You can put one in line uh-huh. in the toilet or on the outside. Uh, for different advantages there. Right. But the obvious thing is it makes it easy to dump. You don't have to worry about messing with that hose. It makes it a lot less messy. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of not messy, mm-hmm. another thing that you won't see out there a lot, but again, 
especially in maybe vans or motorhomes, mm-hmm. you will see vacuum flush toilets. Okay. I know? just became aware of this recently at our last rally mm-hmm. because... We had Luigi? Yes. And that's yeah. where I became aware of the vacuum systems. But he, here's the deal. He was using basically a European system. And we talked about last week how European RVs largely have cassette toilets. So they even have vacuum systems that go with cassette toilets. Now, this is not, probably not what you're talking about, but this is where oh, I yeah. kind of... Oh, yeah, it's exactly more. like that. But the cool thing about vacuum systems mm-hmm. is that they're kind of like airplane toilets. They just... It's great because with a vacuum, you get very little smell. Right. It just seals right up. It's fast uh-huh. and gone. The smell is gone. You don't have to have the tank near the toilet. It can pull it to the side if you needed it. Um, or you can see some that do have the tank right there okay and they just yeah. create the vacuum so maybe what i want is a is a vacuum flush macerating system yeah hmm. well i was just about to ask does a vacuum flush toilet have to be a cassette yeah no can not it be in all. a tank oh yeah like Absolutely. a vacuum toilet that goes to a tank sure sure so what is the downside of a vacuum flush toilet because they sound pretty awesome you want to make sure that you're off of the toilet and that it that you, your body doesn't create a perfect seal is my two-year-old oh, gonna go bye-bye <laughs> take a little trip <laughs> oh the biggest the biggest downside i think for a lot of people is that they're noisy it's really noisy Oh yeah, because they it's spray a little water, a <laughs> create the vacuum, and it just. So that's why I always that. make all these noises. Yeah, yeah. You have to keep the seals conditioned. You have to replace them uh-huh. pretty. I mean, I say pretty often. Most of them are replaced every year or two, um, because if it doesn't seal, the vacuum doesn't work. Okay, so how would you? take care of the seals would you like to put in a product in the toilet or something or just eat really greasy meals there certainly is things that you can put on these seals just that buy some taco bell and throw the it seals. in there <laughs> so you're gonna have to maintain a vacuum flush toilet guys <laughs> they're noisy but they really don't smell so it's awesome i really like the concept and i do like the idea of combining the two systems my only problem is is always more equipment probably some more expense and there is the maintenance involved how much maintenance and expense do you want to spend on this? I guess that's everybody does it different. And 99% of the people out there are just going to go with whatever the manufacturer puts in. Right. But yeah, because I can think changing a system it would probably be not easy. Well, we can talk about that at the end because there are people changing systems now. Right. So, right. Now, uh, one of the things that we're seeing a lot more of out there is cassette toilets. Yes. And that's what we talked about last week on the podcast. Um, That is becoming more acceptable, Mm -hmm. I think. It used to feel like a glorified porta potty. Yeah, but here's here's the the deal is that we're coming around to the idea here in the U.S. in the mainstream RV market. And we don't like to think of ourselves as behind the curve on coming around to things. We love to be cutting edge, but not when it comes to certain systems in our RVs. Well, that's interesting that you said it's like a glorified porta potty because I think of it exactly the opposite. I think of it as like a really convenient black tank. Like just small and has wheels. Yeah. A black tank with wheels that you don't have to like pump out and move the hose and mm-hmm. do all this stuff. I don't know. Yeah, to me, 
Yeah, I get that. I get, actually get both things because because from a component standpoint, it make it's it's like a cassette toilet in so many ways. You mean a porta potty? A port, yeah, a porta potty. And then from uh, just an easier black tank, I get that angle too. Um, and well, I, basically, it's a it's a portable gravity toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you, just it's just dumps differently. And you know what are people's what are what do you feel like people's main objections are to it? Is it because capacity you have to deal with it more often? So let's start with the cons on this one. The, okay, the yeah, reason yeah. people don't like it is because I mean, first of all, there's no ceramic options. They're they're plastic. Um, yeah, I think when you think about it. It makes it has the ick factor only because with a tank, it's going from the tank into a hose into a hole and you never actually have to see it. I think. Yeah, yeah that's but it. With Lindsay, a cassette toilet, you have to dump it and like it's more you have up to, close and personal. Yeah, you have to deal with it more. But I don't it just seems so. in my mind thinking exactly on those lines is that is all just a feeling it's a perception because you're if you're getting close to a hose then you're just as close to it as you are exactly so but you don't ever have to like it i don't know it feels more separated because you're not lifting something up and watching it come out yeah Yeah, i don't know i don't know i like a cassette toilet but i think that's what i'm hearing from other people is it just makes them feel like they're like it's one more degree of separation from them yeah. and the doo-doo yeah it, well, it's you're a holding, feeling yeah. it's not a reality well, when you dump the cassette toilet i've always wondered do you have to like like tilt it this way and that way and shake it and well what you I want mean, to because, do because the hole is in the middle right so it's not no you twist the there's a the way a cassette toilet works is that you pull the tank out and then it's like those little suitcases that we all carry on the plane. The handle extends and it has wheels. You wheel it over and then you swivel out a tube that's maybe eight inches long, take the cap off and dump it out of that. So you are moving it around to be sure you empty as good as you can. Put a little water in it, shake it up, dump it again. And then put a little chemical in it and slide it back right. in the slot yeah. in the side of your camper. It's not that hard, but you know what? Some people can't change baby diapers. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, for people who just don't want to get that close to it, this is going to be more difficult. Does it stink? Well, if you put chemicals in it, yeah, it shouldn't stink, but it is what it is. I mean, it's going to have some smell of it. I mean, so, like yeah. you said, if someone is capable of changing a baby diaper, they can probably get through this with no problem. And, you know, it only holds four to five gallons. That, that to me, might be my biggest drawback. It's, it's a little bit smaller. You're making more trips to handle it. So why would somebody want a cassette toilet? Let's do this one backwards. Why would somebody want that? Um, never have to deal with hoses. That's, That's one right. reason. You don't have to store you, a big old hose. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to move your entire trailer if you need to dump before you're leaving. Uh-huh. You just mm-hmm. wheel your little carry-on suitcase. Yeah. And you can dump at a dump station, but you don't have to. Yeah. Sure. You can you dump in a toilet if you want to. Right. It's going to flush just like a mop bucket. Right. So... Um, that's an option. Can't rinse it out as easy if you're dumping in a toilet, but you know, you have to dump more often, Yeah, but I don't suppose there's much, there's all that much maintenance involved really. And it, should there ever be a need for 
replacement of components or whole system is not that big a deal. Right. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. And why would manufacturers like cassette toilets? They're lightweight. They're easy to install and they can go anywhere. You can put them. Yeah, it's probably a lot easier to install in like smaller campers. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have have a big old tank. The big tank hanging underneath. That's always a problem, especially Mm -hmm. in small units or in vans. You have to figure out what to do with this big tank underneath yeah and people want 20 gallons 30 gallons of black tank what do you where do you put that yeah so uh it's like having this little box and so it's very space saving yeah so at great if you're boondocking great if you're off the grid you just don't have to worry about it as much right perfect for solo campers or couples now that's if, right if you got if you got multiple people then you're gonna if you got a family of six camping i mean it's it's gonna be a little a little more challenging but still doable you're gonna have to do the daily dumping daily dumping there you go all right but the one that we hear the most about is composting toilets it's it's almost uh it's almost a buzz word it has become a thing it really has. Why do you suppose that is? Because hippies are cool. Because I think I think there's some notions <laughs> like that. I think yeah. that there's some very real notions of people wanting to be as not just uh, self-reliant, but also as unplugged and less reliant. Yeah, on we're talking about everybody wants to go off grid and go yeah. boondocking and go, you know, be self-sufficient and solar right. like that's. Right, right up that alley. It's up that but, alley, but it's also no electricity for the most part, depending on what model you're going with. And you know what? I think there's also the component that it's eco-friendly. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, it it needs no water or very little water. Chemicals are next to nil. It doesn't use all that chemicals. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're not dumping into a city water system that has to go through all mm-hmm. the sewage treatment plants. I mean, there is so much... Uh, advantages to composting toilets but I think it has the same drawback as cassette toilets I mean there's a little bit of hands-on up close mm -hmm. and personal here right however it's a a little bit different because the composting you know first time I heard about it my mind went the wrong direction thinking that you it didn't do all the composting work within the unit Whereas these are actually designed to do the composting work within the unit, which handles not only breaking the material down, but it also handles the smell and all that. Well, tell us how they work. They draw the water out Mm -hmm. and then they, depending on what you add to the system, you're basically creating a little compost heap in the in the tank. Well, that sounds kind of... How does that not smell? Uh, Because of when the enzymes that you introduce, whatever they may be, such as, uh, I mean, you're adding bulking material, sawdust, peat moss, popcorn, something. Um, Popcorn? Yeah. And and then, you know, there's some other additives, you know, bacterias that are good bacterias, and it breaks it down. And And there's a vent hose mm -hmm. that goes to the outside of the trailer. So the smell doesn't come in, it goes out. Because you need you need the oxygen flowing through it. You need it kind of moving around. You need bulk in there. And then it just deteriorates, decomposes, as they say. Now, I see in your notes here that some have a, a heating system. Yeah. Uh, if you add a little heat to Why would you want composting heat toilets, it, <laughs> <laughs> because the heat helps it break down faster. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I agree. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) The physics will agree as well. So, uh, you know, 
it's interesting. There's different toilets, but a lot of the ones now, uh, the liquids separate from the solids. Mm -hmm. And then you can dump the liquids easily. Mm -hmm. And that probably has to be done every depending on how much you're using it maybe even every few days yeah, yeah but then the solids maybe not for a month or two yeah so they just sit in your trailer and it's good for i the guess i'm just like picturing a pile of dirt essentially like so yeah, maybe i mean or like coffee grounds or something yeah so like then how do you get rid of that Coffee grounds are great for composting toilets. Well, yeah, but how do, you, how do you dump that? Because it can't go out of a hose well, that if all is the a, moisture is gone. That is part of the reason that a lot of people don't like the composting toilets is because, You're still you know, at some it. point you have to deal with it. Yeah. And it just seems too awful. But you can literally just throw it on the ground, right? You can when it's done, uh, when it's composted. The way yeah. it works is that it... It basically, after it's decomposed, the it's free of bacteria. It's like topsoil. It really is like dirt. And you can put it in your garden. You can put it in the yard. It doesn't Just don't hurt think about a thing. it. You're good. It doesn't hurt a yeah, thing. Yeah, well, it's like actually, all the grass in Zilker Park is like, they call it dillo dirt. Mm -hmm. And it's just poop. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing as fertilizer, mm -hmm. except for that. It's yours. Yeah. You know, if I were to install one of these, one of the names that comes up often is Nature's Head. With composting toilets, there's really only two main manufacturers. There is Nature's Head and Sunmar. And you can look across there and see all the different models. Uh -huh. You know, if it, you can see how difficult it is to dump mm -hmm. and how they work. Everyone works a little bit differently, but the basic premise is the same but the i guess the one drawback in anything i've heard anyone who's ever thought of retrofitting to a composting toilet is the price yep so composting toilets start about a thousand dollars and they go up from there depending on Dang. what features yeah. what models you want yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's kind of cool you know if you're looking at putting in solar systems or things like that to be off the grid or be more independent or a little more eco-friendly it costs money. You know, there are even some gravity-fed toilets, just standard gravity-fed toilets that are $1,500, $2,000, Wow. Residential style with all these cool features and designs. For RVs, yeah. For RVs, sure. yeah. So, but that's generally not what people use. You know, a standard gravity toilet can be, yeah, $150 to $300, kind yeah, of standard. Yeah. Now, I have not seen a recirculating toilet in a long time, but I will tell you, uh, Trail Manor used to have them. Mm. And all of a sudden, back in the day, 10 years ago, everybody thought that was the eco-friendly way to go. Because it just keeps on reusing the liquids from the toilet over and over Ew. again. That's right. And it what? has chemical in it. But instead of using your fresh water, it just recirculates the liquids with the chemicals in it. That's what they do on airplanes. <laughs> if there was a sound for that face. <laughs> Again, we need a sound for that face. Why? Because then you don't have to store as much liquid. Yeah. In fact, you keep on making more. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point you do have to hook up that three inch hose and dump it so um it's it just gives you the use of a smaller tank and people thought it was much more eco-friendly yeah. 
used less fresh water. Right. Recirculating toilets are not that popular now. They are they out don't there. They sound very efficient to but me. But they're not not if you're going to if you're going to go that way, just jump into composting. Okay. That's 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 what you need jump to do. Jump into compost. Yeah, don't jump into it. <laughs> okay, never mind. Not healthy in the long run. And, you know, you could always just grab a porta potty because they work. They fit in cabinets. You can put them outside in a tent room. If you right. really want something that's portable, you. easy, cheap, mm-hmm. they and, work. And on some of my tent camping background and, and certainly in some of the trailers that I've used recently that are more just, they're just rugged trailers. We right. just bring one of these along. Absolutely. Just a porta potty. Or you can step up to a cassette. Uh-huh. Same kind of thing, only I think easier to dump than most porta potties. I agree. Yeah. Because you've got a little suitcase on wheels. Yeah. And if you don't mind being up close and personal, you can upgrade to a composting toilet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, some of these some of these solutions are just if you have the mindset of it's just a job another job to do and you just get the job done, I don't really have a problem with most of these. Whether they be standard or uh, more cassette or what have you. Right. Just, I, I also wasn't aware how easy it is to upgrade to a composting toilet from a regular RV toilet. Yeah. And you know what? You don't just put a baking pan underneath your toilet. <laughs> just put a pan well, on some do, dirt. You and... do have to kind of cover the hole and you do have to put something underneath it. Yeah. And then you just make an air vent out and uh-huh. hook up some electricity. And I say just, I mean, this isn't a one-hour job, I'm sure. Right. But, but doable. No, but I know people who have done composting toilets. Yeah. 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 In their houses. Yeah. Because we live around Austin. Yeah. And again, in the rest of the world, it's probably All much the rich more hippies common. live here. Yeah. It's great for a cabin or sure. something like that. Sure. Wouldn't you do a composting toilet there? Uh, yeah. Quickly, if I could afford yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, then you don't have to... Uh, build a septic tank. You don't uh-huh. have to deal with any of that. What I mean, you can do in a easy. trailer. I mean, this is why people, this way it comes up because as you said, a lot of people will just run with whatever the trailer manufacturer put in there. But a significant number of people talk to us about retrofitting. And right. it's because of that tank. Right. You right. can drop the tank, not in the middle of the highway, but you can drop that tank, get rid of it, save space, save weight. Some people can put another bin under there for under under trailer storage or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can do so much when you get rid of the black tank. You can do all kinds of things. Um, and you can... So this entire toilet podcast really came about with people asking us about composting toilets. So yep. if you guys have a composting toilet and something that we said wasn't right or you agree with it or you don't like them or you tried it and it didn't work mm-hmm. or you tried it and you love it, yeah yeah go to rv small talk community page on facebook and let us know what you think because i want to know more people who actually have the composting toilet so let us know what you think we're going to share your information and we want to hear from you We'd like to once again remind you that the sponsor for this episode, they might regret it, but the sponsor for this episode is GoPower, who provides all of the lithium ion inverter and solar technology you could possibly need to run your rig, whatever that rig may be. Even if it's seafaring, doesn't matter. You can get solutions for your RV at gpelectric.com to power all of your outdoor electrical needs. We appreciate you guys listening, if in fact you did. So I hope we get to talk to you next time. 
But about something else. About something else. That's true. Something more savory. All right. Let's get back to the cooking ones. I like those better. Deal. Deal. 